Hello and welcome to the Conversation of Money podcast. This is where we talk about money, investing and all things personal finance. I'm your host, Peter Komalafe, and it's my mission to help you make the best financial decisions because money is a tool, life is for living. But first, a couple of words for me. If you don't know already, I have a new monthly magazine, which is now out. You can go and join that magazine subscription list. It is free at theconvo.io. That's theconvo.io. Also, if you're completely unaware, I also have a Discord group, which I would love for you to join. It's going to be a small community where I can take questions from you, where we can build a deeper relationship. There will be a link to that in the show notes. Good morning. Good morning. How are we? We are heading into a heat wave this week and um, media hysterics, as you would imagine. But um, I just wanted to start off by just saying, listen, we are in a really fortunate position to have this kind of heat wave come along. Yeah, it's unprecedented for the UK, but I think, you know, try to enjoy it as much as possible whilst we still have the heat. Like literally in a couple of weeks time, we may have torrential rain as we would normally expect during UK summertime. But that aside, I hope everyone who is listening to this this morning is well. Um, Again, enjoy the weather. Uh, But what I wanted to talk about today is um, really because I had an interaction with uh, a technician on Saturday morning and she was talking about energy prices and she was asking me questions about what she should do. And it kind of brought to the forefront for me the fact that there will be a lot of people who still have questions about this kind of stuff facing very, very difficult uh, situations. So for her, she was explaining to me that her gas and her electric has just gone up to £350 per month. And um, it's crazy to say that, right? £350 per month for gas and electric in the UK in 2022 And she basically said, look, what do I do? I'm probably going to go into debt because of this. And the crazy thing is when I kind of took a step back to kind of think about this and thought about it from the context of my own household. So my energy prices haven't gone up that much. My energy prices are now £160 per month. But if I think about extrapolating this out to other households where you probably have two kids and you've got a full family living in your household, obviously your energy consumption is going to be so much higher. You then factor into the equation that you're likely paying more double for your fuel costs and your food bill has also gone up. It leaves a really bad sense of how am I going to cope? And so I announced on Instagram last last night that I am going to be um, offering uh, a Q&A session via Zoom um, where people can literally just pop in their email to me on Instagram. I'll send an invite out. We all just jump in and I'll answer as many questions as possible. The other thing that kind of made me think about doing this is because I did um, a talk at the Do Lectures last, not this weekend just gone, the weekend before that. And as part of the the talk, I also did a workshop around the cost of living. And we probably spent more time on questions and scenarios than we did on the actual workshop, talk part of the workshop. And so there are still lots and lots of questions. And I, I'm, I guess I'm very, very lucky. I kind of know what to do. I don't have any debt. So I really manage my, my own financial situation as tightly as possible. 
but that's because I have the benefit of my knowledge and not a lot of people have that. So I just wanted to open up this episode with the offer that if you are listening to this and you do have questions about how to navigate, I don't know, debt, how to navigate or budget your money with energy prices, food prices, fuel prices increasing, um, you want to have, you know, a session where you can actually answer the ask a question in a safe environment where it's not going to be judgmental and you're going to be around people who are there for the same reason, then please, please message me on Instagram with your email address. I'll be sending out invites for this uh, middle of the week, back end of next week. It will be next Sunday, which will be the 24th of July. We'll probably do it around about 7 p.m., maybe 8 p.m. Um, and yeah, we can get stuck into some practical practical help and I can try and, you know, give some give some knowledge around that as well. Tied to this, and this is one of the points of conversation for this episode, is obviously there'll be a lot of people at the moment who will be feeling um, stressed, anxiety, and a lot of that will stem from financial worries. Now, we know science actually tells us that stress, anxiety, depression, all of those things that are mental health issues are sometimes or a lot of the time very closely linked to financial pressure. So in other words, if you're worried about money, you're, you, you will probably have issues with stress, anxiety, depression. And if I look back over my own personal experience, I've been through years when I was in debt where that actually was the case for me. And it may just be a case of you just feel this overwhelming sense of not being able to cope or hopelessness or not being able to uh, manage, not knowing what to do. You just feel lost and money is at the center of this. I kind of wanted to give a few thoughts that I hope will actually help you um, moving forward, not just this week, but in the coming months as well. And uh, not to be a, a doom and gloom merchant, but I think it's it's very well known now that with the energy prices and the cost of living crisis, we have a very temporary patch that's been introduced by the government in the shape of the last 15 billion pound intervention, the windfall tax on energy companies. But I think, you know, that's only going to last for six months from October through to March 2023. In March 2023, we could potentially see another price cap increase if things don't get better. And so the government's really got their their work cut out. And that's not, again, not to be a doom merchant, but I think, you know, asking for help now is really, really important because a lot of these things will serve you so much more a bit later on. So if you are in a position at the moment where you are feeling a little bit stressed, you're feeling a little bit of anxiety, you might be feeling a little depressed, a little overwhelmed at the financial situation. It may not just not be exclusively finances that, that that's making you think uh, or feel that way. I think it's really, really important to kind of take a pause and just try and get a sense of how you're feeling right now and acknowledge it, acknowledge it. I mean, a lot of the times we don't want to face up to the issue. And I think if you are feeling, you know, stressed, overwhelmed, depressed, you feel anxious at this point in time, I think it's really important to take a moment to to acknowledge that 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 emotion, how you're feeling, and just know that 
in pausing and stopping and acknowledging it's not necessarily a bad thing actually it's going to be the thing that is required in order for you to take the next step onwards and try and try and tackle it and i think if in in this moment where you're trying to you know pause and really kind of take in the acknowledgement of how you're feeling try and honing to why you're feeling the way that you are it may be money it may be finance related it may not be it's really important to hone into why you're feeling the way that you are only at that junction can we then start to break down and start to figure out okay why do you feel that way what are the things that are within your control now i'll bring in a little chat that i had with my business coach a couple of weeks ago and maybe give you give you an exercise to do in in helping with this okay so this is after you've sat down you've acknowledged how you feel and you're asking the question of why you feel this way one of the things that um that you can do which is in form of an exercise um, which i do with my business coach which has great application here is to think about the realm of influence of things that you can and can't control within the context of how you're feeling or the, or the thing that you're facing okay so how do you actually do this? So the best thing to do is grab a sheet of A4, okay? And what I want you to do is draw a small circle in the middle of the page or a medium circle in the middle of the page. Then around that circle, you're going to draw a much, much bigger circle, okay? So you're going to have a circle in the middle of the page, right? Which may be medium size, and then you're going to have a bigger circle around that. Now, focusing on the inner circle, so the first circle that you drew, and thinking about how you're feeling right now, start to write down the things that you could change that are within your control of changing. So for example, if it is a case that you realize that you're stressed out, and I'm just gonna use a, a random example here because um, you don't feel as though you're moving around enough, right? Well, a simple thing that you can control there is to say, okay, so I'm gonna set within my daily routine uh, a time to go for a walk between this time and that time that's within your control one thing that you can't control within that thought of okay i'm going to go out go for a walk get a little bit active is whether or not there's going to be good weather that's going to impact the mood or your motivation to do so does that make sense so first and foremost you can control the decision to take action right but you can't control other things like the weather which you, you might look out the window and be like no i don't i, I don't want to do it particularly if it's storming outside or it's snowing the point of this exercise is to really focus in on the things that you can control that are within the realm of your i guess influence right that's the most important thing and i think when you really sit there and take a moment to to complete this exercise and it may take 5 10 15 minutes what you should find is that there's more in, within your realm of influence within your control than the things that are outside of your control now once you finish that exercise simple thing for you to do is you might have 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 things there focus on what you think maybe the the most important one two or three things are and focus on those specifically once you've done those you can grab another three if you still have things left in there but the point is to think about 
what's in your realm of influence, your realm, realm of control. Really, 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 really important. Now, on the topic of financial stress, financial anxiety, feeling a little bit overwhelmed with your finances right now, it's a natural thing to feel, particularly with what we're facing right now. Now, look, my my partner, she's a teacher, and she's seen her, her fuel costs go up from £200 to £400 per month. It's, it's absolutely crazy. So it's only right and natural that you probably feel squeezed from a financial point of view. And this is going to be the next thing that I that I think is really, really important is, you know, don't be afraid to ask for help. I'm here as a conduit to help people, which is why I'm offering um, the, the session next Sunday via Zoom where people can come along in a safe environment, ask questions, and I can give you some real practical tips to help you. But also remember that there are lots of um, free agencies that you can also um, potentially use that will be really, really good resources. So things like Step Change, for example, is a really, really great um, charity that you can use. I'm going to be doing some work with turntous.org.uk. They are a charity that actually have a, a campaign running right now, which I'm going to be working on, which is all about helping people cope with the cost of living crisis and asking the question, how many more people have to you know, be forced to use uh, food banks? right? Really horrible situation to be. It's really, really important to think about help and the fact that it's okay to ask for help. Sometimes I know that we can feel quite proud in, you know, I don't want to do that, that kind of stuff, or I don't want to claim, have to claim benefits. And one of the great things that turn to us.org.uk do is they help you ascertain what benefits you are entitled to. And this is the, the operative word, entitled to. You pay taxes, you're entitled to these benefits. And it's astonishing when you think that £15 billion was left on the table last year because people didn't realise that they're, that they're entitled to a certain benefit because they automatically just thought that they earn too much to be eligible for these things. So asking for help is really, really important. There is no shame in it whatsoever. I remember filming for Secret Spenders and one of the couples there that was on the episode, I think they were on episode four or so, we actually went through uh, uk and tried to find out whether there was anything in the benefits arena that they that they were leaving left on the table. And lo and behold, they had quite a lot more that they could have claimed for, um, that they went for in the end. And that, I think, is a really, really important lesson, particularly if you are struggling right now. I mean, I'd like to say that things will get much, much better moving forward, but like I've already alluded to, you know, we might see more energy price, uh, energy cap price increases in the coming months past October. And if we do, we're going to feel even more squeezed. The Bank of England is talking about raising interest rates again to try and combat inflation. That's going to put the squeeze on people even more. So asking for help is really, really, really important. Now, within this um, idea of realm of control, and, and I know this can be really, really hard. It can be very, very hard indeed. But I think it's really important to try and keep yourself in a, in a positive uh, frame of mind. And again, I know it can be very, very hard. But the best way that I would, I guess, recommend that you do this is, number one, not to surround yourself with, with negative energy or negative news or negative people, okay? And again, I know that this can be really, really hard to do. Um, I like to think that I'm a, I'm a pretty positive, pragmatic person person but i i'm very intentional with that 
I don't allow negative energy around me. Um, probably last year through the podcast, or if you've seen some of the lives that I did on on Instagram over the past maybe year and a half or so, um, I always referenced a saying that a friend of mine uh, used to say back in the day. And she said, life is about radiators and drain pipes. Now, let me explain. Um, radiators had add warmth to you, right? They're encouraging they They bring the best out in you. The drain pipes are pretty much the opposite. They suck you for all your enthusiasm, all your positivity, and they're just generally not nice to be around. And in 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 environments like this, it is very, very easy to, to surround yourself with drain pipes because if you just look at the news, it's negative every single day. I mean, look, we've got a heat wave coming along. It's negative. We should be basking in the glory of this heat wave to come because we pay good money to go to France, you know, to France, uh, Spain, Greece, all these other places overseas. We spend good money to get to this kind of weather, yet we've got it on our shores and the media will have you believe it's the worst thing that's going to happen to us. And I think it's really, really important to surround yourself with, with positive energy and being mindful of the people that you have around you and what that might mean in practice is being selective around the people that you have certain conversations with okay misery begets misery positivity begets positivity and that may mean that you find a group of people or one person or a friend or i don't know someone who you know you can have a positive constructive conversation about a topic and if that is finances, have someone who you can have a positive, constructive conversation with. And constructive is the main, main word there. Okay, constructive in terms of practicals, practicality. It isn't about, okay, you know, this is the problem. Okay, what is the solution? Well, how, what is the constructive way out? Really, really important. Now, I know that that's very, very difficult to do for most people on a day-to-day -day basis. So the next fix is to think about your social media following. So who are you following on social media? Try and find people who talk about finances. If it is financial topics that you're feeling most overwhelmed by in a positive manner where you can pick up something practical, something constructive that you can take away to help you. Do not surround yourself with the negativity and allow that stuff to get to you. It will just make everything else just bad and it's horrible. I mean, I don't know about you, but I used to know a lot of negative people and it's just like you could have a you could be having a great day, but once you get into those people or get around those people, you just feel like death afterwards. Who wants to feel like that? It's that's that's not what life is all about for me. So I'm all about positive interactions and trying to seek those positive interactions. One thing you could do, and this is one thing I would encourage everyone to do, is find yourself an accountability circle of maybe of some kind, right? So I used to run an accountability circle on, on, on Instagram. Maybe I need to bring that back specifically for people looking at finances and trying to manage their finances out of this. But it's we used to meet up and we used to talk about, okay, how's the week gone? Are there any issues? What were we thinking? That kind of stuff. And we always try and put a positive, constructive spin on things, working towards particular tasks or goals. You may want to think about getting something like that together. And that isn't just for your finances. This could, this could roll across business. It could roll across career. It could roll across 
a number of different segments. Even physical fitness, for example, having an accountability circle means that you're able to move yourself forward because you're having positive, constructive conversations that are designed to move you forward, to improve your situation, to so that you can look back and know that actually six months ago I was there, I've made these changes and I'm better for it. Really, really simple, really kind of, I guess, not world-changing or groundbreaking, maybe even common sense stuff, but I would really strongly encourage um, you to try and take some of these things on board. Um, it's not a perfect situation. It's not going to be a perfect solution, but the little things that we do can make a big difference a lot of the time, especially over the long term because it's compounding returns. And I hope that you've been able to find benefit in this uh, episode. Again, the workshop will be next Sunday. I would love to see you there. It's going to be a safe space. I never really know when I do these. I haven't done this kind of invitation on the podcast or not, but I don't often know how people interact with the podcast and how people take action. So this, I guess, will be a little bit of a of a test. I'd love to see you there. All you need to do is message me on uh, Instagram. Send me a direct message and just say you'd love to attend uh, the workshop slash Q&A session on Sunday dropping your email address and I will send you uh, an invite middle of next week, back end of next week. Uh, coming up on the podcast in maybe a few weeks time, we're going to have turn to us the all.uk on the podcast just to give us some numbers around the cost of living crisis at the moment. So they'll be going to be able to give you a little bit more tangible information to actually help and draw context to what we're facing at the moment. I'm also going to probably have uh, the guys at Money Hub back on I did an episode with them and they sponsored the podcast at the beginning of the year. They have a great um, tool or app which has a, a six-month free trial right now. But if you're trying to get underneath the analytics of your spending, their app is fantastic. They might be back on the podcast in a couple of weeks' time as well. Anyway, there we go. I hope you've enjoyed this. I hope this has been useful. I look forward to seeing you on Sunday if you do drop me your email. If not... Have an amazing week. Remember, money is a tool. Life is for living. I will catch you next Monday. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, be sure to check out other episodes and share with the people closest to you. New to investing? Check out Peter's course for first-time investors designed to give you the foundation you need. If you prefer one-on-one -on -one coaching, book a complimentary discovery with the man himself. All links in the show notes.